Hello, we are back for the fifth episode of the Friends of Mine podcast. Hello, Dean. Hello, mate. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Not okay, too good. bad, you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. You had a good week? <sighs> it's been all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've um, been struggling a bit uh, with the anxiety uh, this week. Um, as you know, I started a new job on a Monday. And I think, again, it's one of these that kind of holds a mirror up to yourself a bit because it's made me realise like how ridiculously anxious I am in general. Because even though I've only been there a week and, um, you know, it's kind of acceptable to have not settled down, I uh, have been just, yeah, just like really anxious. We constantly feel I'm doing stuff wrong, all doing stuff wrong. Um, and yeah, it's kind of really been playing on my mind quite a bit. I've been having a few sleepless nights just over starting a new job. It's a bit strange, but... Yeah, but you have said, I mean, you've only been doing the job a week and it's not like there's a lot to it isn't there even from what you've said to me like briefly about it like there's a mm. lot to it it's not just an easy role so it's going to be a lot to learn I know and I think that's it I think that's what makes it worse with like my anxiety and stuff it's like I know that that's the case do you know what I mean like if you said to me I've, if, if this was reversed and you said to me I've been in a job a week I'm struggling to get used to it I feel like I'm you know, yeah, not yeah. doing a good job, I'll be like, well, don't be an idiot. Like, you've been there a week. They've yeah, been there yeah, for years. Yeah. But when, like, like, it just kind of, yeah, like I say, it's kind of held a mirror up to realise that maybe my baseline anxiety is, like, really high at the moment because, obviously, I've had quite a number of jobs before and I've never really felt like this before. But, but this is a different sort of job, isn't it? Like, from what you've ever done before, really? Kind of. Kind of. But it's, it has similarities with the job I went to, like, in between retail, I think, which was um, a similar job. And I don't remember feeling quite as anxious then. So I think, like, my, like I say, my base anxiety is just quite high at the minute. But that, do you reckon the anxiety was less because you were working from home? No, no. I was talking about the, the job. Sorry, like before that, in between, I oh, started okay. that. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. As a legal services advisor, even though it's like basically call center. But yeah, it's just. Um, I just really think I was thinking this the other day actually because I was kind of I don't know if you ever do this, and it's probably gonna sound a bit weird, but like sometimes just like proper talk to myself out loud. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I did one of these like a, a little while ago, and uh, was talking about like being anxious about various things, and then obviously with this work, when I found myself sort of just sitting there the other day in the car before I went in the shift just giving myself a bit of a pep talk and and I just realized like my sort of whole pretty much life has really been like guided by fear if you know what I mean or like affected by fear. Anxiety. Do you reckon like we spoke about anxiety before but would you say this is probably the most anxious you've ever felt in starting a new job? A hundred percent yeah even when I was like younger and even like um yeah, just in general, like, I just feel super anxious about it. Like, literally, I've been having sleepless nights about it. And even though, like I say, I've been there a week. And it's that thing, it's like, I know for a fact that it's this is really irrational thinking. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm thinking maybe I need to address this and speak to someone. Because I think it's a bit irrational to be as, like... Yeah, you're not going to be... And I know that you are, like, a bit of a perfectionist with, mm. like, what you do. And, you like... You're very and that's it's a good thing like very proud like if you're going to put your name to it like you want it to be the best it can be which is good but yeah like so you've always like got to be realistic that's like me taking like an electrician's course and after a week being annoyed because I don't know how to wheel yeah. a house like and I think as well I don't know if you find this or anyone listening finds this but I think it's the being really scared to ask for help I don't just mean like as in about mental health as a whole but I mean about like anything mm-hmm like, I don't know if it comes from a bit of pride. And it's quite funny you say about perfectionists, actually, because if you had asked me if I'm a bit of a perfectionist, I gen- I like would have 100% be like, no. Like, to me, like, when I think of a perfectionist, I think of someone who's quite opposite to me. But I suppose, really, when you put it like that... Yeah. Like, I don't think there's many other people that would start a job and, ex- and feel like they've let themselves down for not... Being, being able to do everything. Yeah, yeah, after a week when other people in the job that have shown you what to yeah. do have been there. And, and we all like, I mean, I've been doing like my job like, on and off. I say left for a brief spell, but like all in all, like seven years. And like, I still like make mistakes like mm. every day and, and you know, don't know, I suppose, everything. That's after like seven years in a job that's probably a lot more basic if that makes it than what than what you're doing so yours is mm. you know a lot to take in man you need to not be yeah. so 
I wonder if it's um, like I said, I think it's a little bit of the worrying about asking for help because mm-hmm. like everyone there is saying to me constantly like just ask us for help but I just sit there and obviously I will but like I'll sit and ruminate on it and stress about it and want to do it myself before being like excuse me I'm, I'm really unsure about this do you know what I mean I'm yeah. waiting until I really have do you, to do you find yourself almost like I mean I know from when I had a change about where I am uh, and was doing sort of a management role <clears throat> if I was ever unsure I'd have like a like a 10 minute bit where I'd just stare at the yes. computer yeah yeah 100% yeah. Um, and just hope that it'll come something to will come yeah, up or but- or I'll be clicking through, like, I'm trying to find something, like, clicking yeah. through. And I know that like, I'm never going to find this thing. And I've only been shown once. And, again, it was very, you know, come and ask if you're not sure or not sure. But for me, when I was doing it, I was learning on the job. You know, it all happened very quickly for me. I sort of went from, like, being just being a caretaker to being, like, a, a facilities manager in a space of, like, like, three months. It all happened really quickly. Um so I felt bad, like, going to other managers because they've got their own shit to do. They don't need yeah. me coming up yeah, to them and saying, yeah. I don't know. And as much as people will go, or I felt they would go, no, that's no, fine, I'll ask, ask, ask. There's a little part, and I know that I'm the same as well. Like, if I'm having a bad day and I've got, like, no patience with someone, then last thing you want is someone coming up to you going, you show me how to do this, yeah. show me how to do this. Because you're trying to do your own yeah, job or yeah, yeah. Stuff and to train someone. I think that's where it comes from as well. Is like, I've been in that shoes. Like, I've uh, nearly every job I've had where I've been there for a significant amount of time, I've been, like, the trainer. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I even did a course when I was, like, a, a Wixley part when I was younger. Like, I say younger. Um, like, a train the trainer course where I was literally, like, doing the training and mm-hmm. it was the same like you'd be trying to do your own job you're like you're not just a trainer so you're trying to do your own job but yeah but I think it I think it kind of reflects on just being afraid to ask for help in general do you know yeah. what I mean because it's weird because there's like and you always use other people's reflections so there's a guy there that's been there five four to five weeks I think he said and just in general he is just like a super confident bloke like I guarantee in his first two weeks he had no problem asking for help he'd yeah. just be like I'll try my excuse me, can you come and help me? And I should, like, proper confident guy, like, and it's like, I'm looking at him like, I don't think I could ever be like that. Like, yeah. as a person in general, I'd always be the type of wait until I'm absolutely desperate to be like, can I have some help? Yeah. I mean, in work context and outside of work context, I think. Yeah, I think, again, people, since we've been doing this podcast, sort of, like, said, oh, no, I'd never have ever guessed, like, you've got, like, especially the anxiety side of things, because you're, talk to everyone but you know, my anxiety is probably actually worse now than my depression especially over yeah. maybe the last year or so uh, or even the last two years but that's with with work and especially like my if I make a mistake like I beat myself up about it mm. um, like I had a not even an altercation with a client the other day with like a disagreement with a client and it was all like civil. There was no like, like raising of voices, but they had their opinion. I had my opinion, and then I just couldn't let it go. Like mm. I went back like two or three times during the day to just like really sorry. Like, I hope it's okay, rather than just we've you've said, "Oh, you're a bit." I don't agree. I've mm. said my bit. You don't agree. And it honestly, even when I got home in the afternoon, there was it the, the uh, anxiety of what if they make a complaint or what of this and what of that yeah. and, and like nothing was ever said like I, I even rang my boss and was like on the way home like look this is what's happened and he was like alright like it's fine like yeah don't worry about it sort of thing do you um, think a bit of that comes from worrying about what other people think of you and not wanting yeah. to leave a bad impression yeah, yeah. And, and, and every site I go to like I always even if I'm not in a good mood and I do have days sometimes where I've conf- I'm not like a new site and I'm being a bit off with people because just sometimes it happens like you're tired or you're just not in the mood for people. Um, and then I get that, oh, I don't want to leave this site. And then the next person who comes goes, oh, that thing was a miserable mm. get and blah, blah, blah. Because, yes, I think there is that level of it as well. I totally get that. Like, <clears throat> And it's weird because you can never re- really change, even if you apologise, like if you make that really bad first pressure, you're never going to change people's opinions of you. But it's so hard, I think, when you want everyone to like you because I'm the same like I find sometimes especially I've had it at work um before where 
Like there's some specific examples, but I won't necessarily go into them. But where I've had like a huge bust up with someone, like it probably it's usually somebody I've never really spoke to before. But I'd have a giant bust up with them, and then literally almost instantly later, or maybe a minute or two when I've walked off, I'll be like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And I'll go back and apologise and be like, oh, "I'm really sorry. That's not who I am, and all this." And the weirdest thing that happens is I usually end up like becoming really good friends yeah, with them yeah. after that. It's but I find that especially like when I've had arguments with blokes, like if you have a massive argument with a bloke that you've not really spoke to or had much to do with, you find that you'll be best friends yeah, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, again, I'll go back to like work and when we work together, like I think I fell out with everyone that has to at some mm. point, like yourself, Tom, like Ash, like everyone, because yeah. just very like, I'm a bit stubborn as well, so I think that's what I'm saying. I think if, and I don't like like change if that makes sense so if my day is literally what my day is looking like and I'm doing this even like when we worked at Asda together like you know something simple like I'm working chill today and then Ash comes out and says no you're not you're working out <laughs> like, even something like that like would just throw me off yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and I think that's where a lot of again going back to the manager I was like no, like you never ever. The day never ever goes how you want it to go because people phone and sick or you have an issue at a site and blah blah blah. And I really struggled with because I'd sit down the night before and go, right, I'm going to do this, 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 and almost like the hours, eight to nine, I do this, nine to ten, I'm going to do this. Lunch, I'm going to go and see this person at this site, and then you get a phone call and it throws a whole day mm. off, and it just used to just like completely like throw me. Like massively. I think as people we really like structure, don't mm. we? I think it's really, really bad when anything can throw that off. Yeah, I, I, I think I've experienced. I say especially like at Aston, I've experienced that myself. Yeah, and I get sun like, like Sunday anxiety. So I never, even now, I never ever sleep well on a Sunday mm-hmm. with the thought of going back to work because oh, what if, if I don't remember to do this, if I remember to do, I need to remember to do this, and then like normally I wake up at. Two, three in the morning, and that's it. Like that, I sort of drift in and out. Then, or or what I've done recently, because it's darker during the morning, is you look at your make no mistake, looking at your phone, and I think, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Only, it's only two o'clock in the morning. It's like half five. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, my alarm's going off in ten minutes. Like, why did I look for? No, I'm totally the same. I think because of what I was saying about earlier about like really, it's not even that I'm not settling into this job. Like I say, I'm ju- I am just my expectations of myself are just so ridiculously high. I think. But, like, I'm already, like, all day I've just been worrying about tomorrow. Which is so weird because, like, on the previous podcast, I've been like, yeah, you've got to live in the moment. Like, <laughs> never, like, don't think that. But I am a hypocrite. Like, I do uh, I do talk the talk more than I walk the walk. But um, I know for a fact I'm going to struggle to sleep tonight because I'll just be running over everything in my head. Um, and I always, if I don't settle in somewhere straight away, I always just feel like I'm never going to, which is just so stupid, really, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. A... But again, that surprises me, because, like, in terms of, even when we go, like, we worked as together, like, you just sort of, like, just slotted in, like, and it was like, yeah. you'd, always, like you'd always been there. Like when, Especially when you look at, like, we were a department of, like, just lads. Yeah. When you look at it, and, like... Yeah, like, but then I suppose in another way, like, I didn't know until like five years ago, like you even like football, like because I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. all the time at Asda when we yeah, spoke, yeah. I don't think you ever mentioned. And then like one day you will rock up with another shirt on. I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, I did actually. I remember that because I remember you being like, what the hell? Because when we did that FIFA thing, where you're like, I'm going to choose your team, and I was like. Do it again, do it again, do it again until we got to nine. But it, but it was because of the fact that, like, I did have a little bit of apprehension because when I got there, it was a bit like, laddie, 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 apart from maybe a couple of people. Um, <laughs> no names. No names. Um, so I literally was just like, you're into football now because I thought it's easier than me having a different opinion. Than I suppose against, being a lower train, you're not really into football, are you? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do genuinely get embarrassed uh, by it sometimes, especially uh, after yesterday. But we won't go there. Um, yeah, I think I think my uh, I don't know. I don't know what it. I don't know if it is just the start of a new job or what. But yeah, I just feel at the moment like my anxiety is like through the roof. But it kind of just. I think sometimes it's really good to have it peak like this mm-hmm. because it makes me realise that it's not. Like, like my level of general anxiety is not normal I think 
because I think the spike would be a bit less. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like me going to work tomorrow is like in my head and how my body is reacting to it is like catastrophic, like almost. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, literally yeah. like, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it's literally like my fear of going back in there tomorrow for my second week after how I finished on Friday, it's literally like I'm actually going to be going to, I don't know, a war tomorrow like literally yeah. I'm that petrified I suppose in a way it is isn't it like it's not it's not a war but it's like a war with yourself self 100% yeah. that's what it is like I know like I, I'm running it through my head like recently about or, or like today rather a little bit of it's like I could go in there tomorrow not not care but just mm-hmm. be like I'm going to do my best, try and learn my best, ask for help every single step of the way, and then I'll be fine. I'll go home, maybe have a bit of a headache, use the computer all day, but go home and not be stressed. But it's like, it's that, that's the, um, like, optimal way most people react. Like, most people, I think, who are good at dealing with anxiety or don't have as much anxiety, that's how they'd focus it. They'd be like, my world is not going to end on Monday if I go to that job. Even if I mess up, the worst I might do is like knock a few hundred quid out of that business that makes 47 million. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be like, nothing, nothing is going to actually matter at the end of the day. So they'll go in and they'll have that sort of attitude of like, I'll try my best. Um, But I won't. I guarantee I'll go in tomorrow and it'll be like, every single step that I make wrong is like... I also think it's a good thing to have a bit of anxiety in terms mm-hmm. of Some ways, yeah. it shows that you care. Like I've tried like to, you know, just go in now, it's only a job. I'm here for eight hours and whatever it is, I can't. Like mm. I, if I just can't. If I know that I'm gonna do something and I've not done it or something's not up to a standard, like rather than, you know, and not usually a lot of people just go time to go home now yeah. I just can't like, I can't and like Jay means me constantly because even on the weekend I'm like checking emails and yeah. all the rest of it and I think yeah I think it's good to have a, that bit of anger like it shows that you care and it shows that you want to do a good job it's when it's just I think I, to me I always think like it's when it's disrupting your life outside of it where that's it's an issue that's problem yeah it's like when uh, again going back to Asda shout out Asda um <laughs> When I worked there, I feel like I used to just kind of pretend I didn't care some days. I'd want to be like, oh, yeah, it's only like a supermarket. Mm-hmm. But I did because I wanted, like you said, I wanted to do a good job. And like, so I would go in and do the best I could. And I'd worry like if somebody's like, Wayne, can you go and sort this out? And I didn't feel like I could do a good job. I'd be like, oh, bollocks, I ain't done a good job. But because my, I think, like say my anxiety in general was okay then, I'd go home and I wouldn't think about it. I would, I literally wouldn't care. I'd be like, I'll go in tomorrow if I get a bollock in tomorrow because I didn't do that, fine. Yeah. Where at the minute, I just feel like I'm just like, like say the fact that I couldn't sleep last night because I was worried about, so I couldn't sleep on a Saturday night because I was worried about work, on a, work on a Monday is not healthy, I think. How did your anxiety work at Asda? So you, like I said, I'd sort of try and stretch my day and if, something happens to throw it off it like messes my head completely how were you with if they came and said to you we're going to go and put you on grocery or home shopping did that affect you at all or? um sometimes i think to be fair i think i at, at that job kind of didn't mind the change a little bit because it was mm-hmm. a bit of like a different routine the only time it did was if they put me on tills because i think anyone that's worked on a checkout in a busy supermarket like when they're not that's not their job and they've not been there long enough knows that you're like obviously mm-hmm. constantly dealing with customers and then if something goes wrong you have to stand there and be sorry about this yeah, for 10 yeah, minutes yeah. or I try to, yeah. you get that like pressure um but other than that no I didn't mind it too much I suppose it just depends on whether like I felt like say I was leaving one bit to go on another bit if I was then gonna I'd worry a bit that I was then gonna get in trouble for the department I've left being yeah. shy. Do you know what I mean? Which again is stupid because how can you do it if you're not there? Happen. How many times are we there? Like, I know myself, like someone would come up and go, right, well, I need to go on this section. And then the manager would come down and go, well, what are you doing over here? And like, well, they, they've yeah, done yeah. it. Like, and then you, then you just sort of, like, I've got anxiety as it is. Don't do this yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah. But that's like, again, that just shows it, doesn't it? Because the normal reaction would be, well, this isn't, this isn't my fault. Mm-hmm. I've been told to do this and I've done it. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't mean this. I'm, I was, oh, I am very stubborn. Like, if I do overtime, like I almost like I'm doing you a favour by doing the same as I'm, which is partly true, but also not. But I even been working at as like doing overtime, 
on counters and a manager coming into me and saying, no, no, I don't want you on here. You can go on chill with me just going, I'm going home then. Like, <laughs> like, 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 and again, I think it was that change of the routine. So mm-hmm. I'd done my hours here and then it was like, oh, can you do flips to hours here? Yeah, okay. And then someone else goes, no, if you're going to be here, you need to be. And I was like, no, I'm going home. And I just went and got yeah. a towel and just went home. Like, but, and that's the thing as well. It's like the manager's just doing their job. Yeah. You feel like, you feel like yeah. it's an attack on you. Yeah. That's, um... I'd hate to manage me sometimes because mm. because of my hands. Like, I would. Like, I'd hate to manage me sometimes because I am like opinionated. I'm quite stubborn and... I'm very much, if I think I'm right, then like, that's it. And even to the stage where like, I sort of know that oh, probably, because we all do stuff in the moment where I suppose we react and we say something at work and you think, but even then I think, I'm not apologising. Mm. Like, and that's something I've got a lot better with recently, like even like home life, you know, like me and Joe have a disagreement rather than just like saying something, just take the dog to a walk, cool down, calm down, because I think a lot of the time you say, st- and that's anxiety as well, because you just react in mm-hmm. the moment and you say stuff that you don't normally mean. I know? think, I don't know what the actual time scale is, but I think they do say that like when something happens, it takes a little bit of time for like our rational brain to mm-hmm. comprehend it. So we will just, it's like that thing when someone pulls out in a car, because you get that almost instantaneous like 0.7 millisecond like rush of adrenaline you just react so yeah. somebody put, pulls, pulls in front of you in a car and you're just like oh and your initial reaction is what the fuck are you yeah, yeah, like, yeah. swearing um <laughs> i say that with swore on your loads before but um that's my anxiety again <laughs> but it's um like if you can just take like even i don't know i honestly don't know the time scale i have to look into it but say like let's just fragment say say 10 seconds where you're like right i'm going to try to do 10 seconds before i open my mouth yeah and i think again with the car things it's so instant it's probably harder than like i don't know if joe come in now and said something that you yeah, didn't yeah, like yeah, like yeah. for you just be like, all right 10 seconds you could even like i suppose and i think I, I heard this on another podcast i think so i'm kind of stealing this um or read it in a book something like that but they say like one way of doing it, like especially in terms of relationships, would be to literally say, "I want to process this. Just give me ten yeah, seconds, yeah, and I'll come back with your answer." Which yeah. might sound weird. They might be like, uh, "I want the answer now," but like yeah, if you yeah. just say, "Just give me, give me a second, just to process this," and then you're less like you, your logical brain has yeah. time to sort of think over it a little bit. But I think again, like if you're already anxious, and then mm. someone like presses a button to annoy you like you don't even have that because sometimes I go and say something and you think just don't but sometimes as well like if I'm in a bad mood and someone says something at work like I'll just bite back at them mm. and you think and again it's what you say if you could almost pause yourself walk away um, but then they say like but it's difficult isn't it because then it just turns into a shout match as well like mm. I've had it before at work where you know you bite back at someone and they bite back and then you're having like this argument over them Obviously not saying this, but going to me like you're triggering your tea, and me yeah. like just like, like and you look back in it afterwards and you go, like it was silly, like it was a nothing. But then also I'm so stubborn that I'm not apologising. Yeah, like, and, and like hold a grudge for like like the next three days over something like. It's funny because like I think we spoke about this before because I was saying I'm getting actually getting better at that, but like it's funny to see the degree like the time scale between your reactions sometimes mm-hmm. because I've found especially when I've been uh, having not arguments but like problems say with people in the last like two or three months it's been like my initial reaction is massively defensive so something will happen and even if it's my fault my brain will just coat it and just say this is their fault you're being attacked it's like I suppose it's literally like the fight or flight it's like mm-hmm. this person's attacking you by saying something you don't like or going against your routine or how you want the world to be and I'll blame that person and then I'll like sleep on it or maybe have a few hours away from it and I just get this it's like that just lifts and I get this real clarity where I'm like actually they did nothing wrong they just had an opinion and i massively blew it up yeah, upset yeah. them said stuff that i didn't mean and then i go back and apologize but it's, i want to learn how to make that go from like the next day or a few hours later to like not instantaneous because like we say your initial reaction is yeah. very hard not to be angry but 
make that, you know, 10 minutes. So if we had an argument now, instead of me going home and then messaging you tomorrow going, sorry, Dean, I was out of order. Yeah. Like in 10 minutes time, I can be like, sorry, Dean, I was out of order. I thought this out. Do you, because I know that we do, I hope you don't mind me saying this, like even when we'd start this every week, you go to me, oh, I'm, I'm nervous. Like, is that yeah. like an anxiety thing again, would you say? Is it, or is it because you're worried that someone's going to hear this and... Um, judge you differently is it the bit like we said about like I said something like myself like I have this thing I hate in, like, I hate the idea of someone not liking me like what mm-hmm. is it do you reckon if I'm being totally honest I think it's a little bit different with this because I'm a bit weird where like I do get anxious about stuff I enjoy so let's say for instance well like this but also like as another example maybe like going to a gig mm-hmm. like because it's a little, you know, I've got to drive there, I've got to be around people I don't know, what if the seats are crap? I will have anxiety, but because I know I'm going to enjoy it, it's a very either short-lived or mild anxiety, and I think that's a bit the same as this. So when we're about to click record, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more worried about how we're going to start it, yeah, like yeah, that initial, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> introduction. Yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, we you said before, like, what do we talk about? And, yeah, yeah. And the danger of, like, I don't want to say I get anxiety about doing this, but I do get... Like, I always listen to it back, like, at work. Yeah. Um, normally, I'm like, not double speed, but like 1.5, because I know what we're saying, but yeah, just to yeah, make yeah. sure that <laughs> it all makes sense. Um, and I think it's an anxiety of like, not repeating yourself too much, which is difficult because of the mental health sort of stems around the same things. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm just interested, because obviously... Yeah, no, I, I have this weird thing with this, actually, where, like, um, I don't think I've worried too much about this because what I usually do uh, when I edit is kind of just throw it out there just as it is so it's almost like we're doing a live thing so it's there because I it sounds so weird but I kind of like that like even if I even if I do listen back to this tomorrow and be like oh my god what was I saying I just think there's something genuine about us doing this because being honest to the people listening other than I think when maybe your dogs were barking, so I cut yeah, it out. Yeah, like yeah. we haven't edited like one bit out of it, like in terms of what we were saying. So I kind of like that because yeah, yeah. because the thing is as well, it's like we like we can run in circles trying to make this perfect and put the right points across and not go over the same things we've been over, but that's not life. Like yeah. I, want, I I don't know about you, but I kind of want this to be like really organic yeah, so people yeah, yeah. can hear like, oh my God, tell me if they just said that. Yeah. And oh my God, what a hypocrite. Wayne said this last week and now we're saying this yeah. this week. But that's it's part life, of who I am. Yeah. I mean, I've had it as well. Like, I listen to it back and you think, well, I've said something about work or, or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And you think, mm, that's a little yeah, bit close. Yeah. Do you know? But again, I think it is part of being being truthful and there's no point of me you sitting here now and me going oh, I absolutely love my job yeah, right? yeah, I'm out exactly. of bed every day because it's not the truth it's like, not the truth to how know. you feel at the moment um, you and, might learn to love it but, yeah and, and yeah. it's pointless as well and it's true what you say though it's pointless you know me saying here going oh, I don't have any mental health issues my anxiety mm. is brilliant and I do it because it's not so yeah I get it actually and yeah, you can tell, especially like when we do listen to it back and you do hear like the dog's feet tapping in the background and you just speak to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Suppose it is. I mean, hopefully the audio quality as we improve and get better, microphones will get better. But yeah, yeah in terms of the edit, no, I think uh, I think it's good that we haven't. Yeah, and if any companies do you want to sponsor us, have no equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be brilliant. Yeah, just give us a few hundred quid or yeah. a couple of thousand, that'll be great. Thank yeah, you. Lovely job. Um, I think it helps as well because... If we just talk as we're just talking now, so it's just like flow, like a normal conversation, like people can hear it in our tone a little bit as yeah, well. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it'd be no good us coming on here and either saying we're right when we're not or vice versa, because even just through voice and the things yeah. we talk about, like yeah. people pick up, like people can probably tell by the fact that I'm talking quite a lot now that I've got anxiety. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Where if I was more lean on the press I might be a bit slow talking a bit yeah I get that as well like my anxiety is just to just talk and then hopefully or do you know as well like a defence mechanism is just to try and make someone laugh yeah so in an awkward situation or like and, I'm, and I am like the worst person I said that the other week like laughing at times they like should just shouldn't laugh mm. like I'm yeah, not going to say like laugh. a funeral but like that sort of example where you know like it's really serious and something's happened and like, you know, and I just can't, 
And I would be that kid at school, like, don't make eye contact. And if I make yeah, eye contact, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just going to start laughing. And I think like, part of my defense mechanism, defense mechanism, pick my teeth in, is like, just try and make something laugh. And mm. even maybe just take a piss at myself, because then it's, I've, I've got a laugh and I'm all right. And I'm, and I'm quite like, even from like the speeches at like, like the wedding, the charity games, like being best man, like, the first thing I thought is right, just make them laugh as quickly as possible. Make some, make them laugh, and then you almost feel it. Mm. You almost feel yourself leveling out. And I think it is yeah. for me a defense mechanism from over my anxieties. And then I'll probably say stuff that I shouldn't say as well. Like you, when yeah. you go, oh, that's a little bit, you know, and like, yeah, you know, you make a joke and everyone doesn't laugh. It's more of a, Oof. yeah, like, like I think like that is like that's probably my. No, but yeah, but yeah, I like that though. Yeah, I like the fact he makes stuff. <laughs> yeah, I try. Anyway. I try. <laughs> but no, but I get what you mean. I think um, I think one of the things that I do is talk about what's making me anxious a lot. Like you must have noticed it. Like like even on this job thing. Like as soon as I came in today, you were like, "How are you?" And I was like, "Works." Straight. Like I'm really anxious about work. Like it's. I think it's that one in reassurance. Even though there's nothing. I mean, obviously you can help, but you know what I mean. Like you could say all the right things, and if I don't want to hear, it. hear yeah. it or don't want to put it into action or whatever, or you know, I can't. But it's like. I find I do that and I catch myself sometimes and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, like sometimes some people just ask me how I am and I just tell them all these things. I think, well, what are you doing? Like, all you're going to do is make them sort of be like, oh, you know, there's a... But we all need reassurance. Like, especially with anxiety. Like, and sometimes that's what, like, we all do not. If I message you or I think I was having to upset you or whatever else... And I'll, I could like build this massive thing up in my head and that'll be anxiety, oh my God, like Wayne hates me and blah, blah, blah. But then you must me saying, oh, sorry, mate, I'm busy. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm good, how are you? That's almost like, and I'm now I'm going to go, it's all right. And then I yeah. feel myself, there's no difference. Like, it can't, but I think my thing is I always want reassurance for things that you, nobody can reassure you about. It's either stuff I've got the answer for, like this, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's like, what can you, unless you suddenly go, oh, I'll tell you what, Wayne, I've actually got this perfect job where you just like sit down and do nothing all day. Or pay, like, there's nothing you can say or do that's going to rid me of my anxiety. That sounds a bit harsh. That's not saying you can't help. Of no, course no, you can, I don't but you know what I mean? Like, I've got to action it and do the work. I've got to be like, stop being an idiot. It's just, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. new to the job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's interesting to about like, <clears throat> your anxiety outside of work like going to kids and all that is that still does that depend on who you're going with as well so if in you were going cases. with your mum would your anxiety be less or higher than if you were going with Tom for example oh, good question um, potentially with my mum just because I suppose I'd need feel like I was looking after her more she you know <laughs> isn't as streetwise I guess as maybe Tom maybe but no I think it's just like I don't know. I think sometimes we mix up excitement and nervousness. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but yeah, I would if I was going to a gig tomorrow, there would be an element of nerves. And I think it's again, it's kind of like that not being sure what's going to happen. Like, I think when you suffer from anxiety, you think of the worst things. So let's say we're going to a gig tomorrow. There'll be some people out there who I envy massively, who would be like, "I'm going to gig tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm super excited. It's going to be the best time ever. I'm going to like." do this and this and have this food before or afterwards oh, it's going to be amazing and that will be like all they think about about mm-hmm. it where I would be like I'm going to a gig tomorrow I am excited about it but I'm also you know a bit nervous about where I'm going to park I'm a bit nervous about what if the seats are rubbish and the person yeah. I'm with is like oh this is crap what if I get ill before I go what if there's always these what ifs yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can never just be like well, let's just deal with whatever happens like we'll deal with the parking when we get there I'm I think there's a meme that I keep seeing around where it says like this. It's like, um, if I say yes to something, like I'm saying it in the moment, but actually like that yes just means yes if there's a decent parking. Yes. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've totally butchered the meme, no, no, but, but people get, might know the one you mean. Yeah. And I think going back to it, I touched on it, maybe the first podcast or the second one about my anxiety in terms of like going on nights out mm. or... And being outside my comfort zone, I think my anxiety is different. Like if, if you said, I can't remember the last time meet you and Tom went to a nightclub, but if you said like, <laughs> and even outside of Northampton, but like if you said, oh, me, you and Tom are going to go to like Birmingham on the weekend, 
and it was just me, you and Tom, my anxiety would be a lot less than if it was all the last in football and because okay. I think there's like a bigger group and mm. I, I know I know them all, but I've known you and Tom 15 years. Like, yeah. Um, so would your anxiety be like worse in the group if like, say, say like me, you, Tom and Damon were going away? Oh, you mean if there's people I didn't know there? Yeah. Or no, you just like, so me, you and Damon and Tom are going away. You've known us for like 15 years. Would you still have that anxiety I still would be thinking about what would go wrong I think yeah not, I don't think it would be quite as bad as if I was obviously going with people I didn't know or maybe or like on my own or even maybe with like a like my mum or like if I had a girlfriend a girl any single ladies I'll <laughs> but no if I had like um, if it was something like that because I feel like the pressure's more on you then maybe which is silly because I mean, it would be in my mum because she obviously, like, she'd be no good going on holiday or right? she'd panic. She, yeah, she'd yeah. be the first to admit that. But I just feel like I'd be like, I'd, I don't know, I suppose I'd be more like the protector, I guess. Where if it was like me, you, Damon, and Tom going, actually, I'm probably still. <laughs> yeah, not a good example. I do, I do usually end up taking the lead on it and stuff like that. Um, I do I, feel like the dad sometimes. <laughs> but I do feel like if I went with you, like, it'd be more. I'd be less anxious. I can't even argue about that. I mean, we're not. I am like my anxiety. Like one of my biggest anxiety now. If you said to me, like Dean, we're all going to London, for example, like I couldn't mm. make it to like a day later, and you're like, I'll just get the tube down and meet us. Like, like oh, really? I, yeah, like that is like travelling on my own. I have got like like no sense of direction, like at all. Like I struggle to find my car without a sat nav. Like I just. Just don't. So mm. I think that's more, more. I think I think it's an anxiety of like, what have I messed up? Yeah. Like, like so what if you got on the wrong night? On the wrong, you jump on the next one. Yeah. But I would have like a sleepless night thinking, like, oh my god, I've got to mm. do that. Like driving doesn't bother me. Like I think you just got your phone, got your sat nav, but in terms of like public transport. That's so weird, isn't it? Because I'm actually, like, thinking about it, I'm totally opposite to that. Like, I drove to Northampton today, which I've drove quite a bit. <clears throat> and because I had to go in a couple of, like, different lanes and a roundabout I'd never really been on before, I was in full panic mode. And I had, like, a guy beat me behind. I got really stressed. I was, like, nearly had road rage with him. Where if it was, like, public transport thing, like, when I went to Europe, like, I never really had anything yeah. like that. Strange. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be bad there. Like, I'd end up just, like, sleeping at the train station and just going home or something. Just to, like, the fear of messing up. I, uh, I'm going to say, probably say to about anxiety and, like, concerts and you may choose to edit this out. Oh, God. I'm scared. Um, Reading Festival. Yep. When you went, obviously, you went and then things changed. Yeah. So you were on your own, like, that initial, mm. like, what was your initial, like? Oh, yeah, it? from what I remember, because we're talking, like, what, 2014 now? Yeah, so basically I went uh, Reading and I had a couple of people pull out. Um, and, yeah, I, I remember initially being really anxious, because obviously I didn't know anyone. I'm not, like, I'm really not the type of person who could just be in a field of people and make friends, like, no way in hell. Like, <laughs> it's just, that's just not me. And that was obviously the case and yeah it was really bad I remember phoning somebody at the time and saying like I think I'm going to come home because you know I'm on my own a bit scared but um yeah like I can't remember too much but I definitely remember being really 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 like anxious at first and then luckily I found a couple of people shout out Adam for Matt Lane if you ever (laughs) listen um who I worked with at the time happened to be there as well and we ended up meeting up and had a really good time but yeah yeah, like you say, I think it just comes down to like throwing off your schedule or like not necessarily schedule, but what you think's going to happen. I think that's it. Because like then if like, if I was still with the original people that I was meant to go down there with, probably wouldn't have phased me whatsoever, really. Yeah. Other than the base, like a little bit of anxiety of just being at my first proper festival, if you know yeah, what I mean. Because yeah, yeah. like when I went, I went to one recently, okay, nowhere near the scale of Reading, but with my family, like my mum brother and uh, sister-in-law and yeah it just I never I didn't have anxiety yeah, at all really other than the little bit of like unfamiliarity do you know what I mean like I'm okay with unfamiliarity a little bit in fact I quite like it I think that's why I love traveling so much yeah. like if you just said to me now we're gonna blindfold you put you on a train somewhere in Europe or wherever and then you've just got to make your way back like that doesn't actually weirdly give me that much like that gives me more excitement that's strange isn't it yeah so again I'm weird 
I'm weird. I'm just my, so weird. Out of my comfort zone, like, is not, like, and I've said about it before, like, I think that's part of it. If I go out here, like, I know how to get home, and I, you drop me somewhere else, and I'm like, my first thing is, what if something goes wrong, and what mm. if this happens, and what if that happens, which is, again, like, probably such a negative way to look at it, and why, like, I probably don't do as much as I could. Like, I've had opportunities to, like, go travelling, and mm. do, like, and, I'm, and I have missed out on, like, some really good weekends away but yeah. that's my own anxiety of I can't do this like, out of my yeah. comfort zone it's just weird isn't it how but again it doesn't take the wrong way but people looking from the outside in people who know me and you they'd probably think that was the other way around but mm. maybe that yeah you're right yeah it's like you get anxious about some things that I don't find yeah. anxiety inducing and vice versa it's quite interesting yeah it is, it is really interesting actually because like like with the work thing, like I'm, I'm petrified of like changing jobs. I mean, I suppose most people get that like bit of anxiety about it and stuff. But yeah, the going travelling and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I choose that every day. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah, but I mean, like even like the like if it's something really, really yeah. bad, like like say like blindfolding me and throwing me out somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and I've got to work out to get my way back. Like I'd be like Bear Grylls sort of thing. Yeah, like I actually. <laughs> God, um, I've got issues. Right, so I think you've got a, uh, a story, someone sent a message in that would like you to sort of read out. Is that yeah, right? so it wasn't necessarily a message, it was just something I think, uh, a message, sorry, a question. Um, somebody sent in, uh, I'm going to try and take this slow so I don't give too much away about who this person is because they wanted it to be really uh, anonymous, so I want to um, respectfully be a bit, uh, be sensitive towards mm-hmm. that. Um so it's somebody that we both know. Yeah. Um, they've had like a real, real up and down life. Like the way they, when we, because this started as just having a bit of a, a normal conversation and the same, you know, if you imagine like what we're having, but with a mic off. And they started to talk to me about a few things that I wasn't really aware of, even though I've been friends with this person for, well, as long as you really, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And they went into a few things about, like, their family life a little bit. Like, they had parents that wanted to see their kids, so the parents' grandkids, um, for a brief period. And then, in in their words, you know, got bored. Yeah. In his words, should I say, got bored um, and then left. Um, and he's also got a medical he's he's had a really bad uh time physically recently he had a medical issue when back in the day which was one that affected his physical appearance and i know it sounds so this might sound really insensitive um in some weird ways but like because it never bothered me at all like it never affected how i viewed this person at all i never really thought about how it might have made them feel which is quite it's quite strange really to uh not have recognized that but also reassuring because to him listen to it might be because he their worst well they probably believe every time they leave the house that people are going to judge me on this and the fact Mm. that and again like i never took any notes of it like you just yeah I, i wouldn't ever but it just shows you, I think, sometimes it's again what we're talking about. Like you don't know what people are going through because genuinely, like even when, like, and I, I, I think I'd be lying if I said he never mentioned it. Like as in, you know, like oh, it's you know, I'm a bit worried about what people are thinking. He might have done, but because it, I don't know, because it really never bothered me. I don't think I ever really listened to him about that. So yeah. I kind of like never was there for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general, like because because we used to work together and have him seen him for a long time like I really haven't spoke to him much at all and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's one of these things then when someone's sort of out of your sight a little bit you do tend yeah, to drift away from which is yeah. which is not nice actually because he's you know we were really close um and still are but you know what I mean we, we were really close back in the day and he used to talk all the time and he's recently had a real bad health scare um one that's like stopping him being able to work and do things that he used to do and it's just it's one of these things I think it must be so horrible to know that you can do things to make yourself feel better for instance like exercise or even having a job like I know we've spent like 90% of this um 
podcast talking about work and how yeah, scared yeah. I am of it. But as we were discussing ourselves, I think before the podcast, uh, yeah, it was before the podcast, like being out of work when you want to work awful. is yeah. awful and yeah. really, really can affect your uh, mental health. Um, yeah, and it's just, it's really difficult. Like I say, I, I never, I knew a little bit about his family history in terms of um, his parents, his partner's parents, but I never really knew much about it. And that's really quite, it's quite a thing to navigate because he's got to try to do what's best for his kids, but also not allow their grandparents, etc., to cause any more hurt. Yeah. It's difficult because how, if they've come into their life, I hope I'm not overstepping the mark here, but they're coming to their life once and, you know, the kids have got nan and granddad that they've not had before and then they've disappeared again and then you've got to explain to them why it's happened. Yeah, um, maybe not even why, because no, no. how much do you, you can't True, tell yeah, yeah. and say they're bored? <laughs> like, I don't even know how you navigate that. Mm. So then I suppose there's almost that bit of, yeah, do I let them back in? Do I want to let them back in again? Do I? Yeah, it's difficult. And on top of, like you said, not being able to work and having like, health concerns, it's like you said, yeah, you never know what someone's going through. Because again, even I know him not as well as you, and I don't probably don't speak to them as well as, as much as you do anymore. But we'd never have. Like they were always quite chipper when you saw them. Yeah, and always that's chipper. it. I don't think you No. <laughs> um, but they were, they always... Yeah. yeah. It just goes to show, doesn't it? Like, I think that's a good point. I think this really... Um, so thank you for sending this uh, information in, by the way. Um, but I think one of the big takeaways I got from this is what you just said. Like, you never really know how much someone's going through. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say, like, it went in one ear out the other. Because obviously, you know, I, I listen to people when they talk to me. But... In general, unless it's you, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but like it, 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 sometimes I think it just doesn't. It can sometimes just not stick. Yeah. Um. So I think like that's something I'm trying to do a bit better now. Is when somebody says to me like, oh, "I'm just having a bit of a rough time." It's like, let's let's stop all conversation, focus on that, because sometimes you bring it up in the middle of other conversations. Like, um, so you doing all right then? Yeah, just feeling a bit. Oh, okay, cool. Where uh, did you? It's like really focusing on the way people say stuff. It's like we were talking about earlier. Some people can probably grasp how me and you are feeling or they yeah. might, in, in 30 podcast time, they might be able to be like, oh, I can hear in his voice. And it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm going to try and do a bit better with that. I think we all do it now, don't we? Like, again, it, it depends on like where you are, but like if we're all out as a group of six or seven of us and I turn around to someone and they say, yeah, I'm really struggling. Like, I've done it before where I don't really want to have this conversation now. Mm. So like, oh, well, look, you can talk to me any time, mate. And then you don't turn your back on it, but you almost change the subject again because you don't want the awkwardness. And, yeah. and it's awful. And I've done it. Like, I'm, I'd be like lying if I said I didn't. And I think I said about it on the podcast before, or maybe the one before that, about like, asking people, like, and I try and do it now, like, are you okay? Twice. So, like once yeah, at the start of the conversation idea. and like once at the end. And... Nine times out of ten, people just go, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, even if they're not, because mm. people don't want to be a, a burden. Yeah. And, and I've got a friend at the moment who's going through a situation, I can't say too much, but with their relationship, and he, I say to him, like, why haven't you texted me and let me know? You've got your own stuff going on. Mm. And I think I felt like that in the past, and you probably felt mm, like definitely. that. I don't want to burden <coughs> like this, but like, I know it's not saying like a problem shared as a problem half yeah. like sometimes it's good just to vent yeah um, and I have it again like going to work you know someone will come in or speak to me on the phone and they go well, you don't see me you don't see myself mate and I don't even realise that I'm necessarily mm. not myself so if they have what they've got going on that at the yeah. and he's trying to keep up appearances for the family and keep because again trying to be strong for his kids it's a lot of pressure yeah, another thing I forgot to actually bring up, um, so just reading, reading through it a bit now in between, it's um, he also bring up that one of the ways that he tries to help himself is through helping other people. But I've, I, I feel like you need to be careful with that because I think sometimes, it's obviously it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of proven that if you help other people, it can make you feel better, you know, mm-hmm. so, and it's, you know helps build community it's i think it is a really good way i think you also i think it's um jordan peterson said um you have to also 
treat yourself like you're someone worth helping. Yeah. Like it's no good saying I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself feel better by just concentrating on everyone else. Like I've done that in the past. Like it really doesn't help. You also have to realise that you are somebody that you need to help as well. Yeah. Like literally I mean it sounds silly, but sometimes and I think again this is something that I'm taken from what Jordan Peterson said in his book. It's like you literally have to feel like you're somebody so you have to like with you like i might be able to sit here and write a list of things that i think dean can do to make his life better you just need to do that yourself you know like for me i know a few things like sorting my diet out getting sleep yeah maybe maybe even if it's something like drastic that you don't want to do like speaking to a doctor if you were like saying some of the stuff that i've been saying today i might say to you dean if you spoke to your doctor about it but but not do it yourself. Mm. And there's that thing as well, that, that, that quote, how can you expect anyone else to love you if you don't love yourself? Mm. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's 100% the same. true. Like, yeah, you could yeah. you could literally swap love in that, in that phrase with care. How can yeah, you expect yeah. someone to care about you if you're not caring about yourself? And so, yeah, so my advice to this person, because I know he listens, so hopefully uh, he'll hear this, is to try to also include yourself in that, you know, helping other people. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I, and I know like he's. I said, we've known him for a long time. That like, he is that sort of person that will do anything for for anyone. Mm. Um, he was and, there for me a lot, and I think it just goes to show as well. Like I've, you touched on it, like you know, you stop working with someone, or or you know, even like I stop playing football. Like there's people I am at the moment still talking to, but I hope just because I'm not there every week that we mm. don't just drift and never talk because you know, that, that, yeah. that would like I wouldn't want it to be like a stranger yeah, if that yeah. makes sense like I, I saw I saw something on TikTok the other day like when you see your best your, when you see your old best friend and there's no hate but you just move your separate ways and, and that like hit quite hard because yeah, I've got people yeah. that and it just happens that in a part of life is that you take take different paths yeah um but there's no reason you can't reopen those paths yeah thing as well yeah. I suppose, isn't it? but i think i think the one thing that i'm trying or we're trying to do is just you know i think make all of us including myself and yourself just be a little bit more considerate and i try and do that now you know i on the first one to moan and go why you didn't reply to me but then I'm also the same person that can sit there and leave a WhatsApp like mm. unread for like three days and then just think to myself. So I think it's about being more considerate and, and I really try and push that. Ask them twice, you know, are you okay? And not being a ashamed to go, no, I'm not. Mm. Like there is no right time or place to do that. I think that's for a long time. That's what I thought. I won't say nothing now. It's not the right time or place. I won't say it. Whereas... If you say it and they care and they really care, yeah. And the thing know. is, as well, like, like there's nothing. I think on the complete flip side, just to play sort of devil's advocate here, there's probably going to be times when we've got so much going on that we probably can't take other people's stuff on. That's the thing. Like with like talking about all this, we're talking about it as if we always have to always have to take on other people's stuff as well or like always have the right advice because that's my biggest thing sometimes mm-hmm. people come to me and i'll feel like i have to know the answers so like somebody will be like oh, i'm feeling really down instead of me just being there for them and holding a space for them, i'll be like i'll be running through things in my head like oh what what, what should they do it's yeah, like yeah. people don't need that that's kind of going back to what we were saying earlier when i came in here and was like dean my uh you know, jobs making really anxious and stuff. I don't really need answers. It's just nice to be heard and just for you to have a bit of space of just like, ah, oh, you know. And to vent sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I do it quite often. Like, I'll ring, like, like Neil up, who, you know, and or my mate Liam, and we're just like, I just like vent to them about the week. Sometimes you just need mm. to just have a vent. Like, even yeah. sometimes, and I'm sorry, Joe, if it's about Joe, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you can't, I can't. It's just a release sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you feel you feel better after that. And they like, even sometimes when they've done it, or they've gone, yeah, but you're in the wrong there, Dean. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not meant to say that. But like sometimes yeah. it's good to have like that. Like, but like I say, but the other person doesn't have to know the answers. That's one no. thing I would definitely try and, from my 
um, experience. It's like you don't have to know the answer. It's like that thing, and like again, I think I've stole this from somewhere, but like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you do, don't you? Like every, for copyright. Yeah, well, no, but every idea sort of comes from somewhere. I usually find when I, I don't feel like I'm coming up with this myself, but like if a kid falls over in a playground, like his mum's not going to go, right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get plaster. Like the first thing she's going to do is just be like, oh, come here, give yeah, him a hug. Yeah, like yeah. I think when it comes to mental health sometimes, not necessarily a physical hug, but like that's I what we need. Um, yeah. yeah like, and, and again, I, I think we said it before, before, if I walked in like now and was like on crutches or we went, I don't know, we went to someone's house on crutches, the first thing everyone would do is like, are you, oh, well, like, are you okay? Like what's yeah, happened? Yeah. But you, with mental health, because it's not always like able to see it. Yeah. Um. So it just needs to be treated the same way as a broken yeah, leg yeah. or a, whatever else. So, you know, it should just. But I think people are ashamed as well. I, I know I've said that. I was ashamed of my mental health for a long time because I'd be like, not I know. I'm not gonna tell them that I'm mm. sad. I'm not gonna get to football and as again I've touched on before and. You know, I've driven a football for on my own, literally cried the whole way there. And if I walked in and done that, people would go, what the? Mm. But if I walked in and my arm was in a sling, it would be... Yeah. Yeah, I just think it needs to be treated the, the same way. And I think that it is even better than 10 years ago. Like, oh, 100%. Like, it does get better every day. Um, and part of what we're doing is to hopefully make it... And I've had, again, I won't say like, names, but people message me mostly bloke saying it's such a like breath of fresh air to have two lads just sit and talk and I know you said be organic and you know yeah we could clip it and make it PG and make it all and write a script almost before yeah yeah exactly I think people would see through that yeah because I mean other than maybe I think the last two episodes we we discussed a little bit before what we what kind of thing we might talk about Mm -hmm. we have just been doing on the cuff but and I think that's uh, I do think that's good but yeah going back to the stigma thing like I even found that a little bit about like today because like I've been like say all day today and all last night um I kind of tried to uh cure it with alcohol a bit last night but like all yesterday all last night and all today I've been like super anxious like I've been feeling it like it's one of them you know where you just cannot deny it to yourself like I'm just like my brain's just constantly on tomorrow and next week and what am I going to do in the future and it's like part of me wanted to come here and maybe not say about it but it's like but then I thought well no like this is why we're doing this so it's like you know who cares if yeah. if people want to be like, oh, for God's sake, Wayne's anxious again. He's like worried about his job again. But then like, also, don't listen to a mental health podcast if you don't want to hear that. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? also be true, a bit yeah. like me turning on Sky Sports and going, oh, talking about the football, football again. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, true. Yeah, um, people know what they and and a lot of the people. I know we had was it two listeners from the, in the Mauritius? Was that right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think we had. Like, a, shout we had, out to them. Yeah, <laughs> like, people like, in America listen apparently. Um, but people know what they're. People who know us who are listening to it, and also there will be people who potentially don't know us listening to it. Mm. Um, if you I are, think that's the case for me. Well, <laughs> I think most of the listeners are all your friends. because no, you're the one. <laughs> getting my the friends messages. now. You're the one getting the messages, and you're, yeah, you know, I've had some. Yeah, um, it's nice. But anyone who doesn't know us, um, friends of mine, podcast on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> if you want to go and give us a little follow and a five star on Spotify, we'd, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd, yeah. we'd appreciate that. If it helps. Um, no, the feedback has been really good. And uh, I just, again, I'm sure I'm talking on behalf of Dean, but he can say his piece afterwards. I <laughs> um, just want to say a big thank you, actually, because, like, it's an hour. Like, the fact that people, like, I'm not saying everyone's tuned in for the whole hour, but there will be some people out there or people have told me that they've been listening to every single yeah. episode start yeah. to finish. Like, genuinely thank you, because, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really nice. And you could be doing anything else with your time, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. And you're choosing to listen to us. Yeah, which is mad, because... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, again, yeah, I, I think all the feedback that we've got is positive, um, and it's nice for, um, yeah, nice to, nice to know because I think we both have massive anxieties about like releasing it and mm. putting ourselves out there. Yeah, um, yeah, it's um, really nice. It's really good. It's been really helpful for me. Like I say, it's um. Yeah, it's like, like a mini therapy session. It is, 100%, yeah. In fact, Dean is actually sitting here with a monocle on on a sofa right now. <laughs> You're like, pretending, yeah, pretending to be my uh, therapist. Um, uh, it's been really good, and, uh, and I appreciate everyone listening to it. And 
hopefully we can get to a stage where we can do maybe more than one a week and people on and mm. we will have people on I think it's just a case of getting more equipment first isn't it which is a bit yeah yeah I mean we could probably do it now we could definitely do it now so if anyone wants to come on like even if it's next week or whenever as, yeah. Yeah, as long as we arrange that's fine or like I say send in your questions or even not necessarily questions like the one we had today just you know if you just want to um, I think like I say sometimes just getting that reflection from hearing your problems out there do you know mm. what I mean it's almost the equivalent of like talking to somebody do you know yeah. what I mean because, you know, I don't think we said anything about what was said necessarily that's, uh, you know, we didn't answer any questions about it necessarily. But yeah, it's yeah. just sometimes nice, I think, just to hear. And the thing is as well, like, you'll know that you're not alone by this because yeah. I guarantee half the people that listen to it can um, relate yeah. in some way. Yeah. So, cool. And I think that will probably be a good time. We're on it almost exactly an hour. That'll be a good time yeah, to wrap it up. Again, yeah, it's crazy. Kind of fun, don't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you all for listening and we'll speak to you on the next one.